This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, but Doug loves Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. We had one person jump the gun. A referee threw a flag on that one. (laughs) Coming to you once again from LA Podfest. You guys are doing it. Day three, right? And everybody's having a nice time? Very cool. 
And uh, I know that there's one more, there's a couple more shows tonight. Uh, there's one where you can uh, talk with Graham Elwood and uh, the other people that started the festival about podcasting. And uh, Todd Glass's show, which I hear has like a full band. <laughs> so I'm not gonna tell you which one to go to, but I am. <laughs> But I am going to tell you that I hope to get you out of here so that, uh, you know, you can leave here and get over to that show in time. Is that other place they do shows in far away? It's right there? Okay. Do you think people are lined up for those shows and just skipping this one altogether? I don't think. I, I think you're right. I don't think they're doing that. <laughs> and I'm very, I'm very appreciative. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, I said where we're... Oh, is, we're at the Biltmore Hotel. And it's Sunday, October 8th, 2017. What? Okay. That's weird. Thank you for welcoming me. Does anyone else feel like they need to welcome me before I proceed? <laughs> Are you Mrs. Biltmore? Why when I said we're at the Biltmore, you're like, you're welcome. Thanks for coming to my hotel. Did you bring a name tag? Then you're not welcome. <laughs> Let's see those name tags, you guys. I saw that one on the internet today. The uh, space balls themed. I like it. <laughs> oh, there's a very big one over there. What does that say on it? Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Which one are you? Your name is Sid? <laughs> awesome. I guess. Uh, the lighting isn't great for me to uh, see what these, all these say, but at least we got a lot of them. So thank you for, uh, I know a lot of you traveled to be here, so the fact that you uh, managed to uh, pack these things and bring them here and get through TSA, uh, I applaud you and thank you for doing that. Uh, you can put them down now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was going to say festival badges don't count, but I think you guys know that. And do they even have badges at this festival? Oh, wristbands. Yeah, so this isn't a wristband thing. This is a name tag thing. Doug Plugs, Doug Loves Movies is back in Hollywood uh, tomorrow night at Meltdown Comics. And then this Thursday, we're going to be in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, all of my dates and deets and links are at douglovesmovies.com. It's so funny how you did the first part so mellow, then still came in with the hard yeah. Good job, you guys. Nice work, my train seals. You guys are making, this is a great cult I've put together. <laughs> Let's check out the prize bag. I brought some, uh, some stuff, some typical stuff. I got a Douglas Movies t-shirt and a pipe from Peacemaker and a copy of my CD, Promotional Tool, and a blue card from Getting Doug With High, a, uh, a tumbler that says Tito's Handmade Vodka on it. <laughs> yeah! Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> And a uh, gift card 
uh, for uh, $10 on uh, iTunes so that you could purchase uh, my most recent album, Lexington, or premium episodes of Douglas Movies. Do whatever you want with it. Yeah, buy a Juice Newton album. <laughs> All that's in the prize bag, plus stuff brought by my four guests. We got four seats up here. And I set out to have four guests that will, I think, have not appeared anywhere else at the festival this weekend because I love you guys and you deserve the best shows possible for coming out. <laughs> okay, I don't love all of you. <laughs> Please give a big warm welcome, <laughs> a warm welcome to Joe DeRosa, Neil Berkeley, Gilbert Gottfried, and Sam the Ma'am Levine, AKA Lil Logan. Uh, for the stand-ups on the panel, don't you love it when you're doing a show and they give you one of these things? Yeah. Like, could it be more complicated? <laughs> yeah, those, those I hate. Yeah, I can't stand those. those yeah, I, don't, I don't like the, the, uh, the three things that at the bottom. Yeah. I don't, I don't care for any of it. This is Gilbert Gottfried, everybody. Thank First time guest on the show and star of a uh, brand new documentary film called Gilbert. Yeah. You have to watch the movie to see what the title means. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty sneaky. We yeah. don't know which Gilbert it's referring yeah. to. It's kind of, of like hat full of rain, you know? You don't know what the title means until you're deep into it. <laughs> Gilbert, can you give us one uh, quick joke just to warm everybody up? Uh, okay, let's see. Oh, uh, a guy wakes up in a hospital bed and the nurse is standing over him. And the nurse says, sir, you were in a bad car accident. You won't be able to feel anything from the waist down. And the man goes, okay, can I feel your tits? I'm sick of sexual harassment in the workplace, but in a hospital, that seems fine. <laughs> seems like a good spot for it. And also joining us today is the director of the Motion Picture Gilbert. It's Neil Berkeley, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. It's a terrific movie, and when can people start watching it? You can all see it. Uh, if you're in New York, you can see it on November 3rd. 
at IFC Center in Soho. And then if you're in LA, you can see it at the Lemley Fine Art on November 10th. And uh, please go see it in theaters. Yes, do that. It's fun to, uh, to laugh and cry with other people. It's more touching than you would imagine based on the joke this man just told. <laughs> You, you said, uh, I, what you said about it was, was like thrilling for me. You said it was the, the sweetest and filthiest movie you'd seen all year. Yeah. And I, I love it that. Ticks, it checks off both of those boxes. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it's great. And uh, thank you for, uh, y you know, using Gilbert as a, a subject matter. I'm a fan of your other, a uh, couple of your other documentaries. He also directed Harmontown. And... Um, <laughs> And then uh, Beauty is Embarrassing, a movie about uh, Wayne White, the uh, artist. You. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of cool that one person was that so excited about that one. That's <laughs> <Yeah, it's> right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It is really good. <laughs> also joining us here today is uh, now, I like to call him now a regular on the show, even though he's only made an appearance once or twice. But it's my friend, comedian Joe DeRosa. Hi. Hello. What? I've been on. I've been on like four times. Four times? Yeah. You think? At least the last one was the third. This is the fourth time. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, you know, don't downplay. Maybe you only made an impression one of the times. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell a joke too? I guess. All right. <laughs> I didn't know that's what we were doing, but all right. Well, do you not want me to? Well, now we have to. Okay. Because uh, I just feel like Gilbert will like this joke. Uh, so there's a six-year-old uh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. He's Good already so in. <laughs> there's a six-year-old boy. <laughs> sitting... I don't need any more. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> He's sitting uh, on the edge of the Grand Canyon crying, and, uh, and an old man walks up, and he says, hey, kid, why are you crying? And the six-year-old boy says, my mommy and daddy just fell over the cliff and died. And the old man pulls his zipper down and goes, this just ain't your fucking day, is it, kid? Thanks for being here, Joe. And also, <laughs> and also for his 57th appearance, it's Sam Levine! Thank you. Thank you. Is that number real, Doug? <laughs> this is what a sweetheart Sam is. Today we were somewhere at the airport at some point and somebody called you uh, Mr. Levine. Yeah. And you, you just let it go. I did. Yeah, didn't correct him. No. Yeah. I, I don't need to ruin his day. With all your Jew nonsense? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, honestly, I'm lucky they just don't call me Juden. You know? Oh, wow, wrong crowd, I guess. Guys, it's okay. Nazis are very popular now. Jews are allowed to crack jokes. It's how we survive. <laughs> Gilbert, tell another one. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, it's fine. If it's someone like I'm going to be dealing with for a long period of time, I'll correct them. Yeah, of but course if you will, yeah. If it's a gate agent who I will never see again for the rest of my life, he can call me anything he'd like. All right, well, I hope somebody takes you up on that. Yep. 
detention Calls you something really mean. <laughs> uh, we had a lovely time uh, yesterday doing a show in St. Louis that's uh, available now to listen to. If you're, I know you guys have been going to podcasts all weekend, so you probably haven't been listening to any. But uh, you can uh, check it out on your, your travels home tomorrow. Or you can listen to this one again. Yeah. Yeah, because when you're here, that's, that's exciting to listen to your own laugh. Yeah. Hear, hear yourself I... welcoming the host to the venue. And it's important to memorize the show. <laughs> <laughs> now, Gilbert has a podcast. What's your podcast called? Oh, Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast. <laughs> I'd like to do that show sometime, if, if that's okay. Oh, I'm sorry, we're booked. <laughs> yeah, <I wish. laughs> booked out for the rest of time. Yeah. I mean, I think the world of you, don't get me wrong, but I, I'm really sorry. <laughs> now, do you have kind of a, a, any kind of concept of what's going to happen here on this podcast today? Uh, no. No one uh, walked you through it? Uh, no one told me anything. Okay, well, we'll try to uh, explain everything as, as we go along, because there's some, uh, there's some uh, elements to it that you might go, what is happening? <laughs> And one of those is that all of my guests bring something that they contribute to the uh, prize bag, which is what someone in the audience will win today. Uh, did you bring something? No one told me. Wait, and Neil, you didn't tell him? He was supposed to, he comes up to me. You're supposed to direct him in life now. Technically, yes, I told him. As I'm walking on stage, he says, oh, you're supposed to bring something. That, that's, oh, I think whoever wins today, I've just come up with a prize. Can you, would you mind giving them a hug? Oh, okay. That would be a great, yes. I think All it's right. a great prize. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> no photographs of the hug will be allowed. Yeah. Yes, it's going to be a very private hug. Just and it's going to be um, overlooking the Grand Canyon. Um, <laughs> it's going to give you a real scenic hug. And then some bad news. Neil? We did, we did talk, brief, yes, right before the show we talked, but there was the idea that I pitched, if you're okay with it, in front of a crowd. Uh, do, Gilbert doing your, the voicemail message. Going, you're outgoing. Oh, that's even better. You, you could do a voicemail message like an angry bird or something. Yeah, yes. <laughs> now, that would be new for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Neil, did you have something for the prize bag? I thought that was I thought that was my Oh, oh. the two of you are contributing you, oh, that? I, I sorry, I, I I blew it. That's all right. You can direct the hug. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we should film. I'll you should that. film it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Joe's definitely going to come through because we've discussed this and he's always very well, concerned about bringing prizes that everybody likes. You mean the one or two times I've been uh -huh. here? Yeah. I did bring prize, because you texted me four times and said, don't forget the prize bag. So I guess if you start a documentary, you don't get fucking pressured to bring shit for the prize yeah, bag. Yeah, I don't have Gilbert's phone number. 
I did. I brought. Am I supposed to tell you what I brought right now? Or? Yeah, you've been on the show 50 times. <laughs> I just remembered another time I was on when we did that Will Smith movie at the movie theater. Where, that doesn't count. Where love comes and gives them the letters or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, that was is, not good. Yeah, it was terrible. This is, uh, these, this, this is a thing I'm re-gifting, not because I don't want it, but because Matt McCarthy, very funny comedian, uh, gave me these two Godzilla DVDs. One is a Mothra double feature. And one is Godzilla, Mothra, and King, I don't know how to say it, Ghidorah? How do you say that one? Nobody knows? I don't know. It's giant monsters all out attack, okay? So I'm upgrading to the Blu-rays, uh, which is why he gave me these, and now I give them to one of you. Yes. Sounds like you're something of a Godzilla connoisseur. I'm not. These were the only two I owned, but I'm a completist, and I'm like, I can't stand owning two DVD. I have to buy the entire Blu-ray set now, all at once, which is a sickness. I'm sick. I, I collect uh, Blu-rays and DVDs. So The guy who walked around in a Godzilla suit died recently. Was- Tom Petty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Tom would laugh if he were not dead <laughs> I'm sure he'd like it I wish this was a comedy club because there's someone I would have thrown out <laughs> I know <laughs> this venue doesn't have any bouncers <laughs> Sam what do you got for the bag alright um, uh, for those of you who somehow have heard yesterday's show which technically is possible uh from uh, my pal Clark Wolf, some more Logan Lucky swag uh, from their promotional tour. A, uh, a trucker hat with the Logan Lucky logo. Ooh, try saying that three times fast. And then a Logan, Logan Lucky, Lucky logo, Logan Lucky logo, logo, logo. Yep, it can't be done. Can't be done. <laughs> and then a uh, Logan Lucky lighter that also has a, a bottle opener portion to it. That's pretty exciting. And uh, from, uh, oh, hey, Doug, what's up? From uh, nothing. Cool. From the uh, the the. Oh no, it's gonna fall. See, that's why I came over I here. I appreciate it. You're a good man. Uh, the from CISO from the now sadly defunct. Thanks, Doug. CISO. Uh, the entire first season of Take My Wife. My wife. There it is. Uh, Ray Butcher and Cameron Esposito's magnificently funny show. And I know that CISO is no longer alive, but I really hope that that show finds a new venue because it's that super funny. That looks like funny. an empty box. It is not. There are DVDs in okay, there, I, I right. assure you. And then because I felt so terrible about when we played uh, Willem Dafoe on Last Man Stanton last week, not one person said Boondock Saints, so a DVD of Boondock Saints. Wow. Good movie. I've never seen that movie, so maybe I should hang on to it. Yeah, go for it. Haven't That's... seen these either. I'm keeping all this shit. Yeah. Um, if I promise, I feel bad. I, I, I had in my head that we were a team, and I didn't think anyone gave a shit about my other movies. But since you like them, I can guarantee I'll, I'll send them to you. I have posters and DVDs of Beauty's Embarrassing. I would love to give someone that wins whatever be great. however this works. I, yeah, I'll make sure you. I swear you'll get it. It's all good. Don't worry about it, Neil. Just keep making great movies about great people. (laughs) 
All right, I have a question for everybody now that we got all the prizes. And since Sam knows what the question is, I'll start with him first. Okay. Because did you, did you manage to watch something on the plane? What was the last movie that you saw? Uh, the last movie that I saw that I actually did watch on the plane is The Outsiders. Ooh. That is a strong choice. Yeah. Yeah. S.E. Hinton and Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. Yeah. I had never seen it all the way through, and I, uh, I thought I should do that. Tom Cruise at his heaviest. Tom Cruise at his heaviest. Very young. Barely in that movie. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Also barely in it at Rob Lowe. Um, that, is a, that is a strange film with very unusual pacing. And I love Coppola, and it is weird to see a movie like that that feels disjointed at times, knowing he'd already made two Godfather movies. So he was a master storyteller, so clearly the blame lay on me for not understanding what he was doing. It is weird, by the way, that I never thought of that until you just said it, that on The Outsiders, it's like, we're going to pull way back on Cruz and Matt Dillon. Heavy Machio. <laughs> Heavy Machio. <laughs> I mean, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> you know, if we only knew now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's there's some weird long sequences to that movie that are like, I might have fallen asleep a couple times and woke up and I was like, oh, still in this sequence. Uh, but it's it's an enjoyable film. It's it's very there's some crazy shit that goes on in that movie that uh, I did not see coming. So if you haven't seen The Outsiders, check it out. Don't they straight up murder Leif Garrett in it? They sure do, spoiler alert. It's been a minute since I saw it. Yeah. It's pretty insane, though, the star power that came out of that movie when they were no one. No one. Yeah, they were absolute teenagers. Diane Lane? Yes. Pretty much the youngest Diane Lane I can think of. Yeah. Well, I don't know why you'd need to think of her younger than that, but, you know, sure. It's a strange way to put it. He goes to Rumblefish. So Diane Lane was sitting overlooking the Grand Canyon, and I forget how this one goes. Uh, But that's the last movie I saw, Doug, The Outsiders. Good answer, Sam. Thank you. Yep. (laughs) Joe DeRosa, what was the last movie you saw? I know this, I can't remember the last movie I literally saw, but the last movie I saw very recently in the theater was uh, Mother. That was the last thing I wow. saw that I can You remember. mean Mother? <laughs> mother. Yeah. With and an exclamation point. With an exclamation point. It was awesome. I thought it was a work of art. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was very mismarketed, and I blame, you know, the, the team and the filmmakers for that. I don't understand why they allowed it to be marketed like it was some kind of Rosemary's Baby horror movie. But the movie was awesome. What would they tell people in your mind to get them to sit through that shit? <laughs> I'll tell you... Because I didn't, I didn't enjoy it at all. I'll tell you what got me to, what made me enjoy it. I watched Jennifer Lawrence's explanation of the metaphor before I went to see it. So then I knew what I was walking into. And then I was like, oh, this is a really cool kind of art house movie. And I like that these famous sort of mainstream actors are in it, and it was, a, it was a cool thing. But you need a little of that explanation. If you don't get that, they're playing it at the goddamn Glendale Pacific, you know, it's that and like Medea's Boo 2 are playing next to each other. It doesn't make any sense. You know, yeah, not to knock Tyler, Tyler Perry's Boo 2, I'm not, you know, I am actually. Uh, the first, I walked out of the first one, uh, but... <laughs> You saw Boo 1? I did. I went to see Boo 1. I ate 
two and a half gummy fish with weed in them Wait. and drank a lot of whiskey this is and went in and about 25 minutes in I was like this is too much for me I can't handle this right now there is a real movie <laughs> called Tyler Perry's Medea Boo it's called Boo a Medea's Halloween I was hoping it was called Boo One like I was hoping they just called it out well that's what we call it now the, now that there's a Boo, a boo Two coming out the sequel's <laughs> called Boo Two well He's nothing if not creative. Uh, but it is, it's a heavy flick, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, which one are we talking about? <laughs> the first one. I haven't seen the second one yet. But I remember my friend Pat Walsh texted me, because he saw it before I did, and he was equally as high when he saw it, and he was like, get ready, dude. He goes for, like, these 15-minute scenes, no edits. He's like... It's an odd, really crazy movie. And he does. He'll hang in a scene for about 15 solid minutes. Just full conversation. Now we're talking about Mother. No, this is Boo <laughs> too. <laughs> mother, mother actually moves faster and more coherently than Tyler Perry's Boo on Medea Halloween. <laughs> but what's with Darren Aronofsky and just following a character around through wherever the movie is set? He did that in Black Swan, The Wrestler. Like, he just follows someone around as they wander through spaces. I, I know what you mean. It's because Pi, I hate the movie Pi. That was his first movie. And when everybody goes, you're a genius, he, then they go, you can do this forever. So he just keeps kind of making better versions of Pi, in my opinion. But that, I saw Pi before, when it first came out. I fucking hated it. Because it was just him following that guy around with the shaved head. He was like, I'm good at math. I was like, who gives a shit? I'm going to follow this fucking nerd around for two hours? Yeah, can't we follow Jennifer Lawrence around instead? Yeah. <laughs> with a weirdly see-through top on the entire time? Not weird at all. Just fun. <laughs> See, she represented Mother Nature. Yeah, no, now I kind of get it. But Ed still Harris, don't care. Ed Harris and Michelle Pfeiffer were Adam and Eve, Cain and Abel. That's why one of their kids killed the other. Yeah. He Are we talking about Tyler Perry's Medea yes. Boo again? Yeah. I got lost. Tyler Perry dresses up as Michelle Pfeiffer and comes in and, yeah. It's That's a, how they should market Mother is, hey, bone up on the Bible before you watch this shit. <laughs> He's a big Bible guy. He did Noah? Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah he, but he really rewrote some shit in Noah. He did. My First mom, of all, Russell Crowe. Right. And rock biters. <laughs> what? That movie had rock biters. Yeah. Yeah, he had ro rocks that bit people. My parents are super religious, and my mom couldn't wait to see Noah, and she loves Russell Crowe. And I called her one day, and I go, what'd you do today? She goes, I finally saw Noah with Russell Crowe. And I go, oh, good. Did you like it? She goes, I didn't. I'm a purist. They changed too much of the story. And I was like, Bible thumpers are exactly like comic book nerds. There is no fucking difference here. There is zero difference. Yeah. <laughs> Have they been to the Ark Encounter in Kentucky? The what? The Ark Encounter? All right, Encounter? Sam, not now. <laughs> you and I will talk after the show. We don't have time for this. It'll blow your mind. <laughs> All right. Neil, have you seen any movies lately? The, the last movie I watched was The Bad Batch. Oh, a horror film? Uh, ish. It's, a, ish? It's, they, it's about um, cannibals, uh, dystopian future. I heard um, it's good. It, 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 it's good, longish at times, but it was, you know, I enjoyed it. All right. Thanks for that brief answer. 
No, I'm the only one that saw it. No You're really it. helping me to move this thing no along. One saw, you didn't see it? I saw it. That is actually, when you said it, I was like, oh, wait, that is the last movie I saw. I fucking hated it. Yeah. I couldn't sit through it. All right, there's no reason to swear. I'm sorry, I don't mean to. There's a Jim Carrey cameo. <laughs> that bothered you? Have you watched an interview with that guy lately? He's doing something. He's up yeah. to something. He says he doesn't exist, and what he, what he is is just an impression of what we think Jim Did he Carrey say is. it after he bent over and pulled open his ass cheeks? <laughs> <laughs> We, we tried to get uh, Jim Carrey for the documentary, and his excuse basically, he, at least he had an excuse, uh, he was on trial for killing his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> the things people do, will do to get out of being in a movie with you. <laughs> I thought... He could have said no. <laughs> so that explains why he's doing all this existential bullshit. He's like, I couldn't have killed her. I'm not really here. Have you seen any movies lately, Gilbert? I actually, I flew in today and watched two movies on the plane. Uh, one of them is the founder about that guy, Ray Kroc, mm -hmm. who's the head of uh, McDonald's. Yeah. And he sounds like a total fucking prick. Yeah, he... <laughs> yeah. Even with a likable actor like Michael Keaton, I was just like, this guy's just fucking people over. Yeah, because it was like originally the McDonald's brothers who created this whole thing, and he stole it from them and became a billionaire. Yeah. And, um, oh, and the other one, <laughs> this is the movie everyone has been uh, screaming for a remake of, and that's Going in Style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to see a new set of old guys pulling off a bank heist. Yeah. And, and every review, when you talk about going in style, you know, it's Morgan Freeman, uh, Alan Arkin, and... Michael Caine. Michael Caine. And you have to start out every conversation about it with, well, it's a pleasure to see these uh, three pros working up there. That means somehow you can allow it. <laughs> And no one, I, and if you're gonna go see the film, you know, leave now, because I'll reveal the end. Uh, nobody dies in it. In the first one, two of them die. Yeah, because they're very old. Yeah. <laughs> and, and uh, Morgan Freeman has a kidney problem. So that would have killed him. They're setting it up that he's gonna die. Yeah, they do. They set it up and he has an attack. And at the end, Alan Arkin gives Morgan Freeman his kidney. And you figure, if Alan Arkin, at his age, gave up a kidney, he'd be dead. It would be bad. Yeah. That's not a time to donate organs. Yeah. And, and Morgan Freeman, they get the kidney, they go, well, this guy's going to be dead in a week anyway. 
even with a new kidney. Yeah, why didn't he give his kidney to a young person that needed it? <laughs> Crazy. Sounds like a great flight. <laughs> Sounds like you had a lot of laughs. Were you annoying everyone around you? <laughs> All right, well, that was the... Uh, just sitting around talking part of the show, and now we're gonna play some games, so I, it's, this is when I say, let the games begin! <laughs> People brought uh, signs, posters, name tags, call them whatever you want, but they're all uh, tend to be movie puns where they work their own name into the title. Butch Cassidy, she didn't have to do shit because her name is Sid, so it's right, in Ca right there in Cassidy. And, uh, there's lots to choose from, and what I need is for each one of you to pick a name tag that you would like to uh, play on behalf of today on the show. So, is there one out there you see, Gilbert, that uh, catches your eye? Sam's going to go grab one. You mean of, 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 of a movie? Yeah, does anybody have a movie that uh, Gilbert is in uh, as their sign? That'd be good. That'd yeah, be, does anyone have Funky Monkey? <laughs> Or how to be a player. <laughs> Are there posters for either of those films? I doubt it. But Joe, uh, go pick one. Yeah. Neil, go pick one. I Just already go know grab the it. one. I want this one. I've had my eye on it for a while. All right. Um, yeah. And while you guys do that, we'll be right, we're going to go to a brief commercial message. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you in part by our pals at Loot Crate. On a quest for epic gear, housewares, and collectibles, Loot Crate has an epic range of pop culture items for less than $20 a month. You guys already know all about Loot Crate. They've been a longtime sponsor of Doug Loves Movies and have been incredibly generous with our listeners. If you haven't already, it's never too late to join in the Loot Crate fun. It's the best surprise you know is coming. Be the envy of your friends and get your 100% exclusive crates at lootcrate.com slash Doug. Enter my code D-O-U-G to save $3 on any new subscription. October's Loot Crate theme is mythical, featuring unreal items from Marvel, Ghostbusters, Stranger Things, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You hear the stories, the whispers of creatures and beings beyond imagination. Now peer into the shadows and look into other realms for October's truly mythical collection. One lucky subscriber will also win a mega crate of seriously epic proportions. As you know, you have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive this month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. So go to lootcrate.com slash Doug and enter my code Doug to save $3 on any new subscription today. Back to the show. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. 
Figure Lending LLC DBA Figure. Equal Opportunity Lender. NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. We're back, and Gilbert has chosen, uh, it says, I'm Charlene, I'm Marlene, a sequence from Spaceballs. Which name is yours? I'm Charlene. She's Charlene, so that's, uh, that's the no, name tag. Her name is Mel Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> There's some classic stuff in that, that uh, Spaceballs movie. Why weren't you in Spaceballs? Uh, yeah, do you know one time I auditioned for a Mel Brooks movie and I lost the part to Billy Barty. He was that famous midget. He was little. Yeah, he was a midget. And they, so they decided to go that way with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, went some, we were going with someone more compact. <laughs> it's a small set. We built the set too small. Gilbert, <laughs> you're Gilbert. way too big for this part. <laughs> uh, all right, so you're playing for Marlene Charlene. And uh, Neil, what do you got there? To live and die in L.A. Yeah. It's a play on To Live and Die in L.A., which yeah. is another Willem Dafoe movie we didn't mention. Yeah. And it's a great one. It's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, who are you playing for, Joe? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, this is an Edge of Tomorrow poster, Live, Diana, Repeat. And I picked this because I hate this goddamn movie, and I, <laughs> I don't understand why people love it so much, so I, I don't know. I just, I felt like I, I've gotten into very long bar arguments about this movie, just shit-faced. Yeah, I, I don't care for it. Is it too repetitive for you? What's the problem? I'm just like, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. They're like, we need, we need the PR guy to go fight in the... It doesn't make any fucking sense. The movie, it doesn't make any sense. Well, they were setting him up. Why? Because he was the PR guy. But they like the war. They the were... people that set him up like the war. <laughs> we'll discuss so why this are they after mad this. at... Okay. You know what, we'll get a drink after this. It's I didn't get to the end of it. Our... I... Cut it off about 15 minutes in. He didn't die quickly enough. Oh, you, you missed the best part. That's when it gets brilliant. That's what everybody says. In the last oh, dude, 15. you didn't watch the 37th minute? That's when it gets good. Yeah, no, fuck that. All right. Sam? Uh, I went with uh, the Mikey Ducks, which is not a Mighty Ducks poster, uh, but a, uh, a nearly two-pound bag of Haribo gummy bears. Um... And uh, I have to hand it to Mikey. He clearly knew about my uh, previous one-bag-a-day habit of Haribo gummy bears that plagued me for about a decade. Do you used to eat a bag of gummy bears every day? Every damn day. Wow. That big? A bag, that big? No, no, not the, the regular. The regular bag. This is, this is just diabetes if I ate this every day. All right. Well, that's who you guys are playing for. The first game we're going to play today is called Characters Welcome. And I'm going to list off the characters in the credits of a motion picture and just guess as often as you like the first person to name this movie that all of these characters is in uh, wins this game. All right? Starting with, and no, no audience guesses, please. <laughs> Man at Street Corner is a character in this film. A streetcar named Desire. No. 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 There's a character called, just credited as Thug. This movie's got one or more thugs in it. 
There's a character named Mendoza. Uh, Scarface. No. Great guess, though. Probably is a character named Mendoza in Scarface. Here's another one that's probably in Scarface, but it's also in this movie. Someone named Vinny. <laughs> My cousin Vinny? No, just Vinny. Oh. There's a parking valet. There's a rap singing guard. Um, um, Beverly Hills Cop? Two? Correct! <laughs> The parking valet is played by Chris Rock in that movie. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And then there's uh, the other characters I was going to say are Chip Kane, Carla Fry, Maxwell Dent, Sidney Bernstein, played by Gilbert Gottfried. Thank you. Thank you. And then, of course, the, uh, the title character, Axel Foley. And the director of that film, mm -hmm. Tony Scott, jumped off a bridge. Are you saying there's a connection between you working with him? <laughs> See, he, he should have jumped off the bridge right before he filmed me. That would have been... But that was an interesting movie because it, it, it got more action-y and darker than the, than the first Beverly Hills Cop. And so you ended up being like the most funniest scene in the movie, I think. Because every, a lot of it was kind of serious. Oh, yeah. There was... Jurgen uh, Prock now was in that. Oh, yes. He, <laughs> he's funny. <laughs> and, and what's her name? Bridget, uh, Bridget Nielsen. Nielsen. Yeah. yeah, do you have to deal with her at all? Uh, not so much back then, but I remember... See, originally, Sliced Alone was supposed to be the Beverly Hills Cop. Mm -hmm. And, but they kept his girlfriend, Bridget Nielsen, and then I think there were all these rumors that Eddie was fucking her or the director was fucking her. Well, we can only ask one of them <laughs> <laughs> what really happened, and he's pretty hard to get pinned down. <laughs> well, well, some people who were standing on the bridge said, Did you fuck Bridget Nielsen? You know, I'm glad podcasting came along so you could say this sort of stuff and not get fired from anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Gilbert won that game. Congratulations, Gilbert, but there's more. That means you get to go first in this next game. It's called Whose Tagline Is It Anyway? I'm going to say a tagline that was on a poster or in some sort of advertising for a movie, and you have to guess what movie that's the tagline for. And Gilbert, I'll ask you first, and then we'll go to Neil, Joe, and Sam, see if anybody can figure out what this is the tagline for. Uh, it goes like this. It's not what is outside, but what is inside that counts. What do you think that's the, the tagline the for? The only thing I could think of, just because it was on TV recently, and it could work as a pun, but it's probably not, 
would be Hollow Man. <laughs> it's not what is outside, but what is inside that counts. Okay. No. Strangely, no. Yeah, I Let's give Neil a so. shot at it. What do you I think, have, Neil? I have uh, inner space. No. Joe? I feel like this is so on the nose, but it would be so right. Inside out. No. Shit. Sam? Uh, I'm going to take a, a guess here. That's what we would like yeah. you to do. <laughs> uh, is it the movie Aladdin? That is correct! <laughs> I see what we're doing uh, here. I a theme. <laughs> I see what you're doing here, Doug. Wait, why is that the tagline for Aladdin? That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Um, yeah, it's a puzzler. It's because he's, he's, yeah. he's not really a prince. He's a, a pauper. Yeah. He's so also inside the, 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 uh, the can. I would, the, the genie, yeah. 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 I would guess the tagline would be, everybody should have a monkey that steals for them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new Planet of the Apes tagline. <laughs> okay, so Sam got that one. Now we'll, we'll do another one. We'll start with you again, Gilbert. Uh, what movie has the tagline, Bring Protection? Uh, Schindler's List. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Neil? <laughs> Problem Child? Oh, I see what you're doing. No, Joe? Def Jam's How to Be a Player. Because <laughs> he has a lot of sex. Uh -oh. Bring protection. And Gilbert's in it. Oh, that kind of protection. <laughs> yeah. Bring a condom to the movie, you think is what they're saying? Yeah, because the guy in the movie might fuck you. Because he fucks everybody all the time. And then Gilbert <laughs> yells at him. You're funny in that movie. You're the bellhop guy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I think it's a movie that's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to remake it with Alan Arkin and Michael yeah. Caine. <laughs> <laughs> Sam? A Million Ways to Die in the West? That is correct. <laughs> you are Abe Lincoln. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we got somebody on the panel that knows your movies better than well, you do, Gilbert. I didn't think it was Wait. Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> <laughs> Bring protection. Abe Lincoln, a character that you get asked to play a lot, right? Uh, yeah, I was Abe Lincoln on an episode of The View and Abe Lincoln in A Million Ways to Die in the West. <laughs> <laughs> Move over, Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> it's time to retire, DDL. <laughs> okay, let's try another one, Gilbert. He's bad, she's worse. I'm gonna say that this is problem child too. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we got one more. It's a tiebreaker between Sam and Gilbert, <laughs> the two leading experts on Gilbert Gottfried movies. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. So, Sam, you get to go first. All right. 
and see if you could win this thing right now. Okay. He's on the money, off the record, and over the top. He's on the money, off the record. I know you're in this movie, and I guess it, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane. That is right. <laughs> That's an amazing, I love that movie so much. It's so stupid. I love it. Yeah, I didn't mind that movie. I saw that. That that was a rave review. Yes. Yeah. That's probably one of the better reviews it got. Didn't mind it. Can I, my favorite line, my favorite Gilbert line in that movie goes, he goes, uh, I met this girl and she was a total pig. Anyway, I fucked her. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing he had so many slow years after that. (laughs) All right. So congratulations, Gilbert. You're killing it. Uh, but Sam won, <laughs> Sam won that one, actually. So this next game... And, and I think it was in that movie where Andrew Dice Clay said, Hey, bitch, you, 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 What are you, power? you, power, homo? <laughs> I was in bed with this broad. She didn't. I said, no. I'm an adult baby. Go, 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 go. All right, we're gonna play one more game, and uh, this one uh, Sam gets to start us off, and then we'll uh, we'll move down the row. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit this one out this time because just in the interest of time. But um, the game is called Last Man Stanton, and uh, the way this game works is we're gonna get an audience member that I've pre-selected is gonna tell us the name of an actor or actress, and then everybody on stage has to take turns naming movies that person was in. If you can't think of one, you're out. But one time, you can go to your lifeline. In the case of Gilbert, it's uh, Spaceballs, Marlene, Charlene. And uh, Neil, you can go to Brian. And Joe can go to the person whose name tag he picked. And same with Sam. Just one time. And the person I pre-selected to help us out, where is TV Pam? Hi. It's the lady with the shit name tag. <laughs> but you still got picked anyway. I can eat those. I can't spray the Pam into my mouth. <laughs> but her name is Pam, so it's accurate. Pam, what do you think we should play in the... What actor or actress should we use today? Actor, director, uh, Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Wow. So... Films he's acted in or directed. Yeah. You ever worked with him, Gilbert? Or, or? No. Oh, too bad. Because that would help you, probably. (laughs) Is that a tough one for you, you think, Ron Howard movies? Oh, okay. Apollo 13. Not yet, not yet. No! 
I'm just saying in general, do you think? Oh! <laughs> we have a problem. Oh! <laughs> So we're starting with Sam. All right. Uh, so, well, I want to save that one for Gilbert. So I'll go with uh, a beautiful mind. Yes. Starring the aforementioned Russell Crowe. Yep. As a smart person. Joe. The Da Vinci Code. Yes. Uh, Ed TV. Wow. Yep. Oh shit. You guys are hitting the classics. Yep. So now you can just say Apollo 13. Apollo 13. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Sam! Angels and demons. You mm. bastard. I can't Inf believe it got that far. Yeah. Inferno. Inferno. That's all three of those stupid movies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure some people liked them a lot. Tom Hanks is good. <laughs> the Grinch. Neil? The Grinch. What's the full title? The Grinch That Stole Christmas. More. <laughs> what? You know how sometimes there'll be a possessive at the beginning of a title, like John Carpenter's oh. The Thing? You could just go with another movie if you don't know it. Here's a hint. It's not called Ron Howard's The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. <laughs> just go with a different movie. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blank on it. Wait, uh, do you know, who wrote, you wrote, you know who wrote the source material, right? But Dr. Seuss is The Grinch That Stole that's Christmas. That's correct. Oh, well, okay. All right. But that's not the correct title. What is it, Sam? Oh, he's right. Oh, Sam's right. Oh, is it saved Christmas? Oh. The wording is incorrect, so. Oh, I'm, I didn't hear the rest of it. I just, after he got Dr. Seuss I right, I was happy. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That's correct. Uh, yeah. Right. What'd you say? He just said the Grinch, the Grinch who stole, stole, who Christmas. stole Christmas. It's how the. Yeah. Thanks, Sam. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I can't bring anybody new around you. <laughs> I know. I'm with Sam on this one. <laughs> that was a lot of rope you just gave. Do you guys, are you really worried? You guys really think Neil's going to win this thing? No. I don't know. <laughs> Gilbert, you got another one? Uh, yet another movie starring Michael Keaton. Uh, Night Shift. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very good. And Kevin Costner is listed in the credits as frat boy number six. Yeah. That's, that's how I always think of him. Uh, Sam? Cinderella Man. Yeah, that boxing thing. That boxing thing with Russell Crowe, again. Uh, splash. Mm-hmm. Nobody said anything of his acting roles yet. Saving those. Yeah, Neil? Um, oh, uh, A Hard Day's Night, the, the Beatles thing. <laughs> no, I get the name wrong again? <laughs> These are the answers you're accepting? That's not what that's called. I did, did I say yes? No, no I don't. Yeah, no, that's not what that's called. But uh, do you want to go to your lifeline, Neil? I'll go to my lifeline, yeah. Yeah, what do you got? Oh, yes. Right. In the, in the heart, heart of the, of the sea. sea. Yeah, that Moby Dick movie. He, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it, it did not do well. Yeah. 
Really? A Moby Dick movie? <laughs> yeah, Chris Hemsworth was... <laughs> yeah, I don't know why the millennials passed on that one. <laughs> Gilbert, you got another one? You can go to Marlene Charlene okay. if you need to. There was a movie he, he starred in uh, that was directed by, I think, or produced by Roger Corman. It was like something, something race, something. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Do you want some help from Marlene Charlene? Willow. Oh, Willow. I'll take that. Yeah. That's the one. Go with Willow. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were racing to the Willow. Yeah. <laughs> Hurry up and get to Willow was the premise. Sam? Eight days a week. That's the, oh. that's the name of the Beatles documentary. Yeah. I enjoyed that on a plane. I also enjoyed it very much. Joe? American Graffiti. Yeah. Yes, there's an acting Ron Howard right there. That's the one I had teed up. It was? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So you think you're out, Neil? I think I'm out, yeah. All right, well, very good. You made a good effort. <laughs> Gilbert, you got another one? I'm trying to remember that fucking race movie. I died. <laughs> He did with Roger Corman, and I can't. He acted in one race movie in order to get to direct yes. another race yes. movie. And, but you don't know the title of either of those. No. All right. So you're out. Sam? More American Graffiti. He's in that? A hundred percent. Yep. Mm. It was just on TV, and my God, is that movie unwatchable. All right, Levine, you want to fuck with me? Not really. <laughs> Frost Nixon. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, nice. That's a good one. <laughs> yet Sam? Again, yet again, back to the Russell Crowe, a good year. Oh, yeah, that wine thing? Yeah. Did somebody say Cinderella Man already? Yeah, me. I did. You yep. already said it. Sam uh, said it. Oh, oh. The untitled Han Solo movie. <laughs> Try again, Joe. No! Why does that not count? Because it doesn't even have a title. But he's directing it. It has not come out yet, sir. <laughs> yeah. It is not yet a film. They just not even production. Finished. Why doesn't that count? It just doesn't. That should count. You know, you can't just list off things that are in development or, you know. Like, it's coming out in 2018 or some shit. It comes out, in, like, in next, like, May or something it comes out. <laughs> yeah. I'll have you back then. We'll do this all over again. All right. God damn it. Just go to your lifeline. All right, lifeline. <laughs> Rush. Rush. Rush, the race car movie. Yes. Yes. Oh, not the documentary about the band. All right. <laughs> Sam? All right, Mikey, what do you got? Grand Theft Auto. That's the one. That's the one. That's the one he directed. Yeah. All right, hold on a second. We don't have much time. I know. Let me just go deep for one second here. All right. Untitled Russell Crowe film. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with 
Def Jam's How to Be a Player. <laughs> <laughs> Did he by chance direct that? I can't think of yes, anything else. Yes, and afterwards, Ron Howard jumped off a bridge. <laughs> after he... <laughs> Unfortunately, he survived. <laughs> what? Just having some fun with Opie. <laughs> Richie. Sam. Why? You want got another one? Uh, is the movie you're thinking about called Death Race? Nope. Okay, that's no, right. It was Grand Theft Auto. It was Grand Theft Auto. I just so, need one more correct answer for you to rub it in. Oh. Because well, also, I, I do not think he directed a good year. Really? Yep. That was, that was a Ridley Scott movie. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you got to prove yourself right here and now. Well, I've already, because I went first, I've already said more than anyone else, but I'll see if I can keep digging. Uh, Good Christ. Uh, What was that one he did? Oh, Parenthood. There you go. Oh. (laughs) Thank you. And the other car race movie that he starred in was called Eat My Dust. Ah, all right. Eat My Dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Did he direct Always? With Tom Cruise? No, that was Spielberg. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, no. Always was um, the firefighting movie yeah. with Holly Richard, Hunter. Wasn't always Richard Dreyfuss and John Goodman? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. the Tom Cruise movie where he, with Nicole Kidman where he's an Days Irish... Days of Thunder. Far and Away. Eyes far Wide Shut. <laughs> far, did he direct BMX far and away? Bandits. <laughs> yeah, no, Far and Away. Far and Away is another Ron Howard movie. Well, great job. Sam is our winner, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, come get your prizes, the uh, person Sam was playing for. Hey, man. Congratulations. And don't forget to hit these guys up for... Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> I could have really hurt that guy. That's two pounds of gummy bears. <laughs> I'll take these. All right, Sam, you got any plugs? Hey, what are you doing tomorrow night, Sam? Uh, nothing. You want to come back as the defending champion? Sure, Doug. All right. Uh, find me on Twitter and uh, Instagram at Sam Levine, S-A-M-M-L-E-V-I-N-E. That's all I got for now. Thanks, Mr. Levine. My pleasure. <laughs> Joe DeRosa, promote yourself. I'd like to plug my two podcasts, uh, the horror movie podcast that Pat Walsh and myself host called We'll See You in Hell on HeadGum, and Kurt Braunholer and I host the podcast about adult friendship called Emotional Hangs on uh, Feral Audio. I want to plug my movie, Gilbert, about Gilbert Gottfried. comes out November 3rd. IFC Center in New York. Tell all your friends to go. I'm Neil P. Berkeley. He's at real Gilbert Gottfried. Please go see it. Yes, and gilbertgottfried.com, and I think Gilbert Movie is the website. At, Gil- yeah. at, at, at Gilbert Movie, yes. And uh, since we've already plugged Gilbert, another Gil- Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast. And um, you got one more joke to leave us with? Ah, uh, okay. A guy's in bed with a girl. He says, roll over so I can fuck you in the ass. And the girl says, don't you think you're being a bit presumptuous? And he goes, don't you think presumptuous is a big word for a three-year-old? <laughs> Thank you.
Travis, we'll probably edit that one out, but um, <laughs> I'm gonna be at the Atlanta Variety Theater, the Variety Theater in Atlanta next Sunday, October 15th at 4:20. And um, thanks again to all of my guests. Let's hear it for them: Thank Sam you. Levine, Joe DeRosa, Neil Berkeley, and Gilbert Gottfried. Hang on a second. Isn't Matt over there? Like, there's a specific cue. <laughs> As always, and thank you to uh, the Biltmore Hotel and LA Podfest and all of you guys for coming to LA Podfest. And as always, dropping your keys down an elevator shaft is a shithead. Hollywood creepers are a shithead. <laughs> and then they list a bunch of names I'm not gonna get into. <laughs> but I think they are all creeps. And this maybe being the last Podfest is a sad, sad shithead. Hit it. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of both his viewing prowess makes him foggy. There's no room in his heart for you cause Doug loves Once again, thanks to our pals at Loot Crate for sponsoring today's show. On a quest for epic gear, housewares, and collectibles, Loot Crate has an epic range of pop culture items for less than 20 bucks a month. It's the best surprise you know is coming. Be the envy of your friends and get your 100% exclusive crates at lootcrate.com slash Doug. Enter my code D-O-U-G to save $3 on any new subscription. See you next time. Or you know what I mean. You'll hear me and I won't see or hear you. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.